Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Ryan and Russ Show. On today's episode, West Virginia loses a tough one in Fort Worth, but looks to bounce back as Oklahoma comes to Morgantown on Saturday. And Ryan and Rush preview the eight wins needed for the football team this fall as the Big 12 schedule was released yesterday. All ahead on the Ryan and Rush Show. And we welcome you back to your source for West Virginia sports. I'm Rambling Rush. He's Moneyline Mac. We are the Ryan and Rush Show, and we're getting right into it. Ryan, we talked about it on Hoops from the Hills with Coos and Mountaineer Paul. We've talked about it earlier this week. Uh, unfortunately, the TCU game last night wasn't what we hoped or expected, especially with Miles being out and Lampkin being banged up. We thought Lampkin would be out. Surprised everyone, including ESPN, so we don't feel too bad about that. Um, the good news, bad news, obviously we lost last night. It was a tough game. Emotions ran high after the game. The good news, it's like we said all all along, we got to maintain home court advantage when four out of five, if not all five out of five. But, uh, while no loss is acceptable, we keep talking about it, but Hey, the, the TCU, it's just time to not maybe burn the tape. Cause it's not like it was a 20 point loss. Obviously there are things to learn from from last night, but it's definitely time to move on because the most important game is on Saturday when Oklahoma comes to town. Yeah, I agree with you, Rush. Uh, Obviously disappointed in last night. I know we talked about the path to getting to the NCAA tournament, but we can't give up almost 50 points in the paint to a team that can't make a jump shot without their best player. That's their only guy that can make a jump shot on Mike Miles. So disappointing a little bit with with the effort, and I think that reflected in Hugs' postgame when he called out uh, basically the effort right out of the gates, you could tell TCU coming off a loss. They had just lost to us. They had heard uh, or they had heard their coach, Jamie Dixon, basically challenge their team. Hey, we got pounded on the glass by 10 plus, And they basically just uh, took it right to us in Morgantown. So Jamie Dixon and that staff had that crew ready to go. They, they were the aggressor right from the get-go. They got every 50, 50 ball in the first half. So, but, hey, man, this is life in the Big 12. You drop a game, and uh, you, you can't let one become two, and you got to come back Saturday night in front of a good crowd. Should be sold out again, I think, against Oklahoma and mm-hmm. uh, get back on the winning track. And we'll preview that Oklahoma game tomorrow. Uh, we've talked about in this past. It seems like Oklahoma's been that team to always have our number. I even remember last year where at the end of the first half, that guy made like that half-court shot, and oh. it just totally ruined our momentum. Um, so definitely this is one where, you know, we didn't come out with the energy that we were supposed to. Um, I know the weather was nuts in, in Fort Worth, obviously no excuses there. Um, but you know, the, the crowd was thin there. Um, we talked about miles out and even Lampkin surprising the world is he was still hobbled and banged up and, you know, TCU did a great job, but think about TCU too. We've seen what they could do at the fog. Um, TCU might be the best team in the big 12. Um, we'll see come tournament time. We've seen what they're capable of. We've seen how deep there are. Um, at least we split it with them. Uh, so it's definitely, you know, time to move on. Um, but in terms of kind of wrapping up the game from last night, like I said, it's obviously, it's not a burning the tape game. There, there are still important lessons to learn from it to, to apply, but in terms of memory, kind of burn that memory. But in, in additional lessons, Ryan, you know, we, we need our senior leadership, as Hugs was saying, uh, to step up. Got to keep consistency going. Got to keep momentum going. Anything else, especially being the former video coordinator for this team that you noticed last night that needs to be corrected before Oklahoma? 
Just their mindset. I, I Hugs touched on it. Like they kind of just went through the motions. I felt like to start the game, mm-hmm. and we're not talented and good enough to do that. So we got we got to play harder and stay together for forty minutes. Kind of like what we talk about in every single game. The margin of error in this league is so small um, with how good these other teams are that we got to we got to be on our game every single night, right from the right from the tip. You can't put yourself in a hole where you're down 10 in the first half or not, whatever it was, nine, and then you're battling back because then other stuff gets magnified. Yes, there there's going to be missed calls, but like when you're trying to battle back from nine, you there's a missed call, it, it becomes even that much bigger or a turnover becomes that much bigger. So getting off to good starts, man. I, I mean, we got we to punch Oklahoma in the mouth because Oklahoma got off to a good start against us and Norman and we ultimately couldn't get uh, out of the hole in that game, which was, uh, what was that? That was three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you there. It's it's time. It, it's And then when we get to those good leads, right, it's maintaining those good leads, is, is being consistent, uh, keep fighting, not letting up the gas pedal. And it just seems like kind of the, the past couple of years, it's just been this wave. While I think the wave is has gotten a little cleaner this year. And I think the, the rankings um, have shown that and this team's shown that uh, you got to keep it going because right. We talked about it is we'll preview this tomorrow. The Oklahoma game is the one last year where it just things, everything changed and we can't have that this year. If it's going to change, yep. we need it to change for the good. Um, but like we talked about Ryan, uh, we need to kind of burn the memory a bit, learn, learn, but burn the memory, move on to Oklahoma. Um, guys need to rest up today. And to do that, you know, we'll, we'll take a word of our own advice, Ryan. Another big thing happened yesterday. The, the schedule release for the Big 12 for West Virginia football. So we're going to do a fun activity with you, uh, Ryan and I. We'll um, talk about the path to eight wins. for, And mm-hmm. this is regular season, no bowl included. Um, we believe eight wins is what's going to keep Neil Brown around and kind of get the Neil Brown redemption. So Ryan, let, let's let's take it from the top. Um, obviously, we see our season split up into two. Uh, we got it's basically West Virginia versus Pennsylvania in the non-con because you got Penn State, Duquesne, and Pitt, and yeah. then we got the Big Twelve season. So before we get right into the Big Twelve schedule itself, we've known the three non-con games from the start. Um, what is obviously the best case scenario is three and zero. The, the worst case scenario, I would even say is one and two because of Duquesne, but you know, worst, worst is 0 and three. What do you think the most realistic scenario, Ryan, is for the battle against Pennsylvania? Two and one. I, it's yeah. going to be hard to win at Penn State. Let, well, yeah. Let's be honest here. Penn State has been a top 10, top 15 program over the last uh, decade plus, ever since uh, Bill O'Brien turned that around after Joe Paul. And then Franklin's done a good job there as well. And, um, Duquesne, I mean, obviously that if we lose that game or drop a game like that, we have bigger issues than that. So, but we owe Pitt, man, and obviously it'll be everybody will be excited with uh, the backyard brawl returning to Morgantown. So the formula starts off with you know uh, two and one against Pennsylvania. Uh, I'm I'm with you. The Duquesne and Pittsburgh, kind of going back to what we've been saying about basketball, win your home games. Also, do you have a feeling that? Uh, especially with Penn State playing Purdue last year on Thursday, and then us playing Pitt on Thursday, does that does that Penn State W just feel like a, another opening Thursday night game to you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It, it kind of a renewed old rivalry. It's obviously not the extent of West Virginia Pitt, but still, people in Morgantown don't like Penn State either. So there's been a lot of uh, classics over the years. Uh, Don Nealon versus uh, Joe Paw. So we some memories there to be had. 
I agree. It's definitely an old rivalry that that needs to be renewed. Um, going into the Big 12, we start with actually got the three Texas. We go from three Pennsylvania to three Texas schools. Where uh, Texas Tech is here in Morgantown, then we go to good old TCU, and then we got the Dana Revenge game in Houston. Too bad that game isn't here in Morgantown. Um, of those, then the next three games, Ryan, uh, what do you see? So the most important game is that first one. That's the game that we've dropped in the Neil Brown era, the Kansas home game uh, last year, where it's a letdown after the pick game. Or the year before that, we lost to Texas Tech at home. So it's it's there, this has kind of been the game where we've dropped in the Neil Brown era that we can't drop. So you can't be looking ahead to TCU coming off that uh, pick game and get caught up there. So I think uh, I think if we can go two and two in this stint right here, it's gonna be hard, man. Houston's good. I I obviously Dana does a good job there with that explosive offense. And TCU just playing the national championship, and obviously Oklahoma State with Gundy will be good, as good as always. Yeah, I'm with you. It's, you know, definitely have to win the home games, especially the Texas Tech game. I mean, think about it. In the Dana era with West Virginia, that game had Patrick Mahomes in it, and we still won. And I know it was a different Patrick Mahomes. It's not the same, but still, Ryan, is I, I'm, I'm with you. That Texas Tech has to become a win again. Yeah. Um, TCU and Fort Worth, you know, that's that's a tough one, especially with them just being in the national championship. But Hey, we, you know, we've seen it before in the past. Sometimes teams slip, sometimes teams fall, um, after big years and let down. And we actually held TCU did a good job against them last year. Um, and then we won there two years ago, even though that was a completely different team. Um, so I'm with you beat Texas tech TCU will be a tough one. I definitely think the Houston one is the first road win, um, that West Virginia needs to get, especially in the, the quest for eight wins. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree. And in mm. the month of October is where Neil has really struggled since being in Morgantown. We've got off to decent yeah. starts for the most part um in, in September, usually around one loss, but October's really where we've come back to the pack and, and struggled. And then no he's been pretty good in November and September. So if we can just manage September this time around and uh something that stands out, that Houston game's on a Thursday night. If, as they officially announced it as a Thursday? Yeah, it is. Uh, I see yeah, it right October there. The 12th, so yep. yeah, October. wow. There we go. There we go. I like it. So we'll have, after TC, we'll have a bye week and then plenty of time to prepare for Houston. So I like that as a win as well. It's a good spot. So yeah. I, I agree. So through six games, Ryan, um, we'll split the te- uh, Texas Tech and TCU. So that puts us at three and two. We'll have a bye. We'll have the Thursday game against Dana. We'll get our revenge. We'll make it four and two. The next four games is Oklahoma State. And we all know what's going on in Oklahoma State. It seems like a like a dumpster fire all of a sudden is, you know, they had a little quarterback injury last year. They were looking to go back to the big 12 championship and then they just fell off and we beat them at the last game of the season. Um, so that's definitely a winnable game. And then the next two games, we got our new two opponents. We'll be at the bounce house UCF, which a lot of people are saying this. And I agree, Ryan, it's probably a future rivalry for the Mountaineers and then good old BYU. Can't wait for BYU's fans to be coming through the blue lot um, for that game. November 4th, Saturday. Um, I, I have a good feeling about BYU. I think BYU is going to be a win. Um, and then I think you need to split the Oklahoma State UCF game. Yeah, I, I think I, I think you may need to get both of those. If you're you going to get to eight wins, I mean, because we had them in that four-game stretch of Tech, TCU, Houston, and Oklahoma State. If yeah. they go two and two in that stretch or four and three, headed into that UCF game. And yeah, it's... uh. Mm. 
this schedule's hard, man. <laughs> this it is, is. Uh, it, but this is the Big Twelve. This is the reality of things. I I agree, and that's yeah. why I'm kind of we're, we're kind of splitting it into three, like the three non-con, yeah. and then the three yeah. Texas schools because you do have a yeah. buy in there, and then you kind of have the Oklahoma State, UCF, BYU. I think I think the way to do this, Ryan, is to get those eight wins. Is for every three games, right? You go two and one. And then that that gets yep. you right. That gets you to to eight wins because you have twelve games. Yeah, go two and one. That gets you to eight. So, well, let's say the most likely one we're able to drop the Penn State game, as we said, probably drop the TCU game of the Oklahoma State UCF BYU game. Which one do you think is the most likely will drop? I would say at UCF. I agree. Just because it's a road game, first time down there in Florida. But if we lose Oklahoma State, I could see us having a bounce back and getting that done. I think we will beat BYU in Morgantown. I do. I agree with that. I've never felt more confident about that in my life. So I agree, two and one. And this is where it gets a little hard, where you probably want to beat UCF. To end the last three-game stretch, it's Oklahoma, Cincinnati, Baylor. So Cincinnati, that's going to be a dogfight. And that's definitely, with how close we are to each other, going to be kind of a new rivalry. the Oklahoma B- Baylor. So I I think we both agree you got to beat Cincinnati, the last home game in senior night here in Morgantown. So yes. then you're on the road at Oklahoma November 11th, and then the final game you're at Baylor November 25th of the Oklahoma Baylor game. And this is where you may want to be like, well, we got to beat Oklahoma State, UCF, and BYU all in a row where we want to beat a team like UCF. Which game of the Oklahoma Baylor do you think is the most likely to win? And obviously we know this is preseason. A lot still has to happen, and I'm sh- – have a feeling, Ryan. We'll be doing a lot of football uh, yeah. this coming summer. So, I would, I would probably say Waco, just because we've never won in Norman. But I don't feel great about going to Waco. We've struggled in Waco as well. So it's, yeah, man, we got to win our home games. That's what it comes down to. Kind of like basketball, you got to win your home games and then steal a couple on the road. So we'll we'll see, man, and we'll be here to preview them all. The and obviously we never cheer for injuries, right? But we kind of saw it with Oklahoma State this year is if we played Oklahoma State kind of to begin the season, that probably would have been a loss. But the thing yeah. that we caught them at the end and they didn't really feel like they had a lot to play for, I could see a similar thing with Baylor um, going on. So I'm so as of right now, uh, February 1st, Ryan, the official, I would guess, Ryan and Rush prediction is, so we'll say, loss to Penn State, Beat Duquesne, beat Pitt, so two and one. Beat Texas Tech, three and one. Lose to TCU, three and two. Beat Houston, four and two. Beat Oklahoma State, five and two. Lose to UCF, five and three. Beat BYU, six and three. Lose to Oklahoma, six and four. Beat Cincinnati, seven and four. Beat Baylor, eight and four. I think as of right now, where we stand today, that's the formula to eight wins. Yes. And that that's asking a lot. So they they uh they got to be ready to go right from the get go because this this is another difficult schedule. But hey, man, this is what you sign up for in the Big Twelve. There we go. Hey, it's it's definitely becoming. Uh, I know we always think of a basketball conference, but definitely that football conference as well too. So definitely excited for this. Um, it's we're in that sweet part of the season where we're getting ready for March and football season's coming out. So bouncing back, uh, football schedule part of me is coming out. So bouncing back and forth. So. Should be interesting. I think everyone's already looking forward to football season as they always do. But hey, coming back to the present, got to finish strong, got to get this basketball team uh, ready for March. And we'll go from there, Ryan. Yeah, no doubt. Let's go. All right. Let's go, Mountaineers. Love you all. We'll be back tomorrow with an Oklahoma preview uh, and hopefully one step closer to March. Have a good day, everyone. Go, Mountaineers.